motherfuckers of the world. <laughs> We're live, Dad. All right. Hey, hey, I've been alive for 73 years. Amen to that. We're listening to a little Chuck Berry. All right. Love you, Chuck. up, right? Passed recently. God bless Ooh, him. God bless him. Happy Thanksgiving, Dad. Happy Thanksgiving to all you folks out there. Woo! Okay, so I, this topic came to me over Thanksgiving. Uh-oh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> nah. <laughs> so, um... Actually, it was around when we like were at uh, my nephew's house or in your grandson's house. Okay, twenty-five of us. But right. go ahead. Okay, so Close my friends. thought was, um, it's about being Italian American. That's the topic today. Yeah. Oh right. It's a great. It's a great one. Okay. And the reason why I thought about making this a topic is because all of the non-Italians at Thanksgiving were like holy shit this is a lot of food and like you've always said to me there are two types of people in this world those that is and those that want to be what makes us so special that everybody wants to be like us look at us <laughs> come on do you have to even ask that question because we love food and we just don't eat to survive we eat because we love to eat when the Italians get done having breakfast you know what the next question is What's for fucking lunch? Right. And after lunch, the next question is, what's for supper? But beyond, but but like beyond, okay, so we'll stick with the food. No, it's the food of the fact we hang together as yeah. a family, hang together as a group. Yeah. And a lot of people wish they could do that. That's true. What? And we do. Why do Italians make so much food for every event? And I say event like dinner. Like, why is it, why do we like have so much food at every event? I, why do we have so? I don't think it's that much food. I think that's like normal food. <laughs> it's, it's, in my house, that was normal. Even I, so, growing up, right at events, you always okay. had food like that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it was a one time because during the rest of the year, maybe you didn't have a lot of money for stuff, I but see. you saved up for the holiday, and the holiday was feast time. It was a feast. You had to make so, this is the listen to Lou show. No, so, you had to, you had to show them that you could put out a spread. Ah. Uh, okay, so this was a feast. I'm a, t a feast. You feast. Okay. Got it. So you eat more than you would normally eat. You put out more stuff than you normally would. But Why? we always ate a lot of food, so I don't know. Yeah. There were no skinny people in my house. Amen to that. Skinny was meant you were ill, and my grandmother would feed you extra if you were Ill, if you were thin. <laughs> she would always say, "Those poor medigan, they're so skinny, they don't eat enough." Why are we inherently loud? Like, as a group of people, why do you think we're I don't think we're loud. I just think we're out there. Because oh. we're having fun. The, the Costellos are all loud. Daddy, this is the Listen to Do show. Zip it. Why do you think we're inherently loud, Dad? I don't think we're inherently loud. No. I just think we're out there having a great time. We want everybody to know it. And we're having fun. Yeah. Okay. We so like to have fun. We don't worry about hiding behind... You know, skinny people are quiet, okay? True. All right, so let's skinny bring it people, back to like... chested people. Are okay, quiet. Dad. Okay. Let's talk about Italian-Americans. Let's what? bring it back to Timer. Okay, go ahead. When did your family come over? Uh, my grandfather came from Naples area around 1910, 1915. Okay. That's on my father's side. My, on my grandmother's side, she came here when she was a 16-year-old girl from Sicily, around the same time, 1910, 1915. 16, got off the boat, didn't speak a word of English, had a few relatives here. 
her husband, my grandfather, he came here as an infant in his parents' arms. What? How did they end up in New York? Like because the, the boat stopped in New York. Now my grandfather, on my father's side, the, the he went there. Their boat stopped in Boston first, and that's where he got off because he had a job there waiting for him in the in the talc mines in Boston. In, Mas gonna, in Vermont. I was going to ask. So your family came over, your grandparents. Right. And what did they do when they came over? Because obviously they don't okay, speak so my, enough English. Right. My grandfather worked for a while in the talc mines. That's on my dad's side, Grandpa Valenti. And the, the Grandma Costello was a seamstress working in a sweatshop sewing clothes. And my grandfather was a barber. Okay. Very cool. What? Um, in Manhattan. They lived in lower Manhattan. Okay. What was it like the first time you went to the motherland? Well, the first time we, uh, you know, it was like being home, you know, everybody talked like this, everybody was loud. And the food was fantastic. Yeah. And the women were exceptionally good looking. The guys were handsome, just like us. <laughs> Did you feel? I felt we were home. I was home. You were home. Yeah. Did you still feel that way every time I go? Yeah. Did you, I was going to say, did you feel more American or more Italian after you Ooh, left there? Both. Well, that's a good question. Okay. Uh, more Italian. American. When we left there to come back, is that what you're saying? When you, so you go to the motherland right, and, and, and you're surrounded by God's grace and you're like, you know, you're, you're home. Right. At that moment, do you feel... I feel Italian, or do you feel okay? These feel people it, are American. Okay, no, no, no. I feel an affinity to those people in Italy, and right. I still do. Yes. But I'm so happy. My grandmother, I say this all the time. I'm so happy my grandparents came to this country. Okay. And that I became an American. But I'm also I'm also proud of my heritage. Yeah. But I'm more proud to be an American because I am not an Italian American. I'm an American of Italian descent. Nice. Okay. That's that's a good especially good these communist Italians, man. You know they're all to the left. I, okay. <laughs> Was it important to you to marry someone Italian? The most important. Why? Because we had an expression in those days called "sticking to your own kind." Okay. And that's I was raised that way, and it worked. Forty-eight years later, I'm still here. Uh, for 48 years, who runs the show in an Italian-American Everybody household? knows who runs the show. Well, maybe non-Italians don't know. The wife runs the show. But the man says he does, but he's full of shit. Okay. Why do you think an Italian, in an Italian-American um, like family, the wife runs the show? She has the power. How does she have the power? I, I, I can't describe that. She has the power. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I guess... Because they take care of the house. The guy's yeah. job go out and work. The woman takes care of the house. She makes the decisions for the house. And it right. tends to be the major decisions. The guy's the sperm donor. What is, you know, a man's a sperm donor. That's all he does. You know, the woman runs the, she makes the babies. She runs the house. What is it? The guy goes out to work, you know. Yeah. you ever go to the nursing homes? There's no men. They're dead. These fucking women kill them. Then they go out and leave in these nursing homes with the music and they get served on platters and shit. And the guy's in the grave. Oh. But God, you go to a nursing home. I've been there. Okay. There's no men there. They're dead. Why aren't they there? Very, very few. They're dead. <laughs> if they would have had a household, they'd have been alive. The bitches would have been dead. But the old man, they're dead. 
Oh, gosh. You ever seen this commercial on television? <laughs> they, got commercial. they never show an old man. Oh, what's the best place for mom, right? They always talk about mom, finding a good place for mom when she gets older. There's always the guys coming to help mom. The fucking old man is dead. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I have to stop. Oh, man. That threw me. Okay. Whew. It's true. Okay. I get it. I get it. Listen to Lou. Um, what does every... Italian American have in their kitchen. Like, what's the staples in an Italian American? A home? big wooden spatula and a big pot. Okay. What about like olive oil? Well, of course. Parmesan. Well, you say of course, not everybody, everybody like. I don't know olive oil. Good olive oil. That's yeah. some bullshit. Imported olive oil from someplace other than Italy, right? Or, or made and grown someplace other than Italy, right? Good olive oil, good vinegar, and all of the other condiments necessary. I don't know what the Americans have in their houses. They never give you any food when you fucking go there. They give you drinks and cheese and crackers. What do I know what they got? You're laughing. It's never, you know that? They give you cheese and crackers and hors d'oeuvres. Fuck the hors d'oeuvres, man. Give me food. You go to a tight house, they give you food. They don't give you fucking hors d'oeuvres and a drink. <laughs> Are you, is this a show or are you just laughing your ass off back here? Come on. I put, I put sorry, your college four years, private school for six, and you can sit there and laugh. Come on. Okay. Um, what's the biggest Italian American stereotype that's wrong? No, oh, the, the quote unquote the mob, the right. mafia, that we're all in the mafia. That's so ridiculous. What do you think about some shows and like how they portray Italian? Well, I was in a, I, I belonged years ago to an Italian American group that's that was suing the Sopranos. I think they're still in glow with them. I've never seen the Sopranos. I think a lot of those shows are very derogatory towards Italians. They should have never been put on TV. But TV loves this stereotype, man. What is there any like movie or TV show that you're like, you know what, they got it? No, not really. No. Well, the FBI. Forever bothering Italians. I mean, that's the best. <laughs> the FBI, our number one law enforcement agency. Yeah. Where I came from is called Forever Bothering Italians. Uh, because funny. the only people that can ever figure out how to lock up are Italians. They don't figure out how to lock up the terror. They can't even get fucking Hillary Clinton, but they can get they can get the Italians. You know. They can't get the terrorists, but they can get Italians. What part of our culture would you like to be kept alive? Like by myself, by Sarah? Yeah, that's up to you. Like, it's not what I want. It's up to you what you want. Yeah. You know, I, you're an American. I think it's great that we're, no, I don't worry about the Italian, what's keeping the Italian culture alive. I don't worry about it. Let the Italians worry about it. We're, we're Americans. I feel like, though, the whole idea of like. Know your history. I think it's important to know your family history. Yeah. And pass it on to your kids. But as far as the cultural end, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We like good food, good wine, but a lot of people don't. Except the people like crackers and cheese. You know that? Oh my gosh. Ah, we moved to I'm sure you're laughing. I know. I know, Dad. I know. Um we moved to Pittsburgh um I don't know, about ten, eleven years ago. Right. So I mean and when you think about being an Italian American, you know you've lived in, in a lot of a lot of different places. Right. How do you feel like Pittsburgh rates with you know your um, your culture in comparison to the other well, places? Oh, okay. I think well, Pittsburgh relates to 
what they call an Italian-American culture, which is different than the Italian-American culture coming out of New York City right. and different than the one coming out of Chicago, okay? The, the one coming out of New York City was more pure Southern Italian who stuck with Southern Italians, okay? I never heard of any Italian in New York marrying a Slovak, okay? Didn't happen. Yeah. But here there's a lot of intermarrying with Eastern Europeans, which you didn't have in the New York City area. Just didn't happen because they weren't there. New York City had New York City had the largest number of Italians in the country prior to the turn of the century where New Orleans had the number one. So we were, we, we after New Orleans after New York port opened up, uh, New York became number one. But turn of the century, nineteen hundred, New Orleans was number one. I think. Yeah. So Pittsburgh had this big, Pittsburgh's got this Eastern European influence. Every Italian-American like, woman I meet or guy, they're always married to somebody from a different ethnicity. In New York, that didn't happen. Yeah. Probably still doesn't happen in a lot of cases in New York. I feel like in some uh, of the pockets. I, very possible. Very possible. Um, in some of the pockets, Italians still marry Italians. Like, right, correct. Just right. It's just the our way lineage. It, and right, just the way it is. Right. Yeah. But Pittsburgh, I love the best people in the world live in Pittsburgh. The nicest, kindest yeah. people are in Pittsburgh. But as far as the Italian culture here goes, it's more Koblasi than it was sausage. <laughs> <laughs> I bought sausage someplace. It, was, it wasn't edible. The guy went, isn't that great? No, it tastes like Koblasi. You know, it does taste like sausage. <laughs> um, I guess my last question is. I it's mean, over already. Oh, yeah. my God. Okay. No, I'm I have just... to go to the bathroom, so make it quick. <laughs> I guess what does it mean? Thanks. What does it mean to you to be an American? Um, what did you say? Of I've Italian been, descent. Of Italian descent. Like, what does that mean to you? It means thank God I am, because I like good food. Okay, I like the family being together. I like good. I like wine, but I'm not a big wine drinker. I just like really good food. And yeah. the fact that I eat octopus, Americans don't even know what octopus is. Yeah. Okay, we. I eat tripe. I eat all kinds of foods that the average American hasn't got a clue. They don't even know what it means. Okay, I eat lamb. Very few Americans like lamb. Okay, I eat all kinds of parts of the different the tongue, the different parts of a body. That's what we 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 ate when we were kids. That's yeah. what I learned how to eat. I learned to eat every part of an animal. So it always comes back to food. It always comes back to food because that's a big part of our culture. Opera, music. Yeah. Come on, music is fan art. Yeah. Fantastic. I mean, I'm not an opera lover, but I like, I don't mind listening to it. And right. art, I mean, you go to Italy, it's just incredible the art and the music and the food. The food is just fantastic. I mean, stuffed artichokes. You you and your sister love stuff. No Americans even know what stuffed artichokes are. True that. When All you right. had them, none of your friends have had stuffed artichokes. Well, that's true. They gave you hot dogs when you went to their house. Come on. <laughs> It's true. Would you get back with this fucking cheese and crackers? It's You're true. the one that said the you cheese and crackers. You know, bullshit off there is at about, you know, inch. You know, come on. Okay, guys. This has been Listen to Lou's take of being Italian-American. Anything else, sir? I got to go to bed. Hurry up. Can we go? Are we done? We're done.